Okay. We are in the middle-ish of the Sugis of Havdalah. Like we said, this, this particular Gemara, it's Halachas of Havdalah focused not on the Kiddush aspect of it, not on the Havdalah aspect of it, that was Psachim. This focuses on the Nerem B'Samim aspect of it. And this is the main place you're going to find the Sugis of Nerem B'Samim. And there's a theme that we find running through the sugya of Naren Basamim is that you can smell any Naren Basamim, that's fine. We learned in the sixth parak that no matter what you smell, you make a bar mine Basamim. So all bets are off, which is why everyone has like a misnomer. If you would smell cinnamon sticks tonight, then, you know, my mother used to have this thing. If she cooked fish and the house smelled like fish, she would then take cinnamon sticks and boil it up in a pot so the house would smell like cinnamon instead of fish. It's like a big thing of hers. Um, huh? Yeah. I, I don't particularly like cinnamon much more than fish. But, so, but, but if you smell the cinnamon sticks, then you would make a Baruch HaTashem Ah, last night, when you smelled cinnamon sticks, you made a Baruch HaTashem. That's because we made a blanket rule. On Matzah Shabbos, you always make a Mine Besamim whatever you make the brach on. But the technical brach on cinnamon sticks or cloves is atzi besamim. Okay, but that's neither here nor there. So the main, the main din we've been dealing with is that it has to be there for smell in order for you to make a bracha, or for light in order for you to make a bracha. So we continue. We are on daf nun gimel aleph. I would say seven, eight lines from the bottom. Tanra bonim. If a person was walking outside of a village. Now the reason we keep starting sentences with outside of the village is because you can't identify what the source of the smell is, so you're going to have to go with the numbers. Which means if I walk into your house, I'm not going to have this far. I'll say, what, what are you making? Well, let me see that. What are you making some of them? What is that? I can, I can identify the substance. But in a, I'm walking outside of a village, I can't identify the substance. So, if a person was walking outside a village, if it's a majority, go your city, like we said, it's a possibility for Avedizar. If the city is majority Yisrael, then you're Mavarech. Because it's probably. Uh, there for smell. Rabbi Yaisi Yaimer, Rabbi Yaisi says, from the most oddest Gemaris, I feel Rabbi Yisrael Nami and a Mavarich, even if it's a majority Yidin, you still do not make a Bari Mine Besamim, Mepnesha Benais Yisrael Mekatris Likshafim, because Jewish girls are practicing witchcraft or practicing the incense for witchcraft. Says the Gemara, what? This is a bizarre thing I ever heard. You really think that that many Jewish girls are actually... Hazan, 11th grader. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just heard that you finished the sentence. <laughs> I'm comfortable with 11th graders. It's not a bad thing. But you think that many Jewish girls are actually practicing witchcraft? 
says the Gemara, no, no, no. What I meant is as follows. What I meant is, when you're playing a numbers game, when I'm playing a numbers game, everything counts. And it's always going to be a balance. And you have to be careful not to tip the balance. Says more like this. No. You're right. It's a minority that's practicing witchcraft. And then you have, then you have a minority that is there to fumigate their clothing, which means we never thought about this because we never had to. Beside us being very lucky in the uh, 20th century. So in the olden days, when, when a lady needed to do the laundry, so she took the smelly clothes, and believe me, they were really smelly in those days, because they, they were fighting with animals in the field, and they were, you know, it was disgusting. So she washes them in a dirty river. So maybe she gets out some of the, sm- uh, some of the dirt from the caleb. You know, she bangs it against the washboard, right? Not abs, washboard. And she, like, she rings it, and then she dries it on the clothesline, Ulai, the things have like the stains are dull. They still smell like garbage. It's not like the rivers. So, so nowadays, you don't realize, not only does your washing machine like agitate, that's what it does, to get out the stains, it also you put in tide, and the thing comes out smelling mamish, karech, benirech, hasad. It's mamish, merit. In those days, you had maybe the ability to get out stains, but your clothes still smelled. So, what did they used to do? They would line up their clothes. And they would light underneath it like uh, incense. And the smoke would go into the clothing and it would at least make the clothing smell like incense. And that was, how, that was part of the wash process. So a myriad of people are always doing a wash. So says Rabbi Yaisi, even by a Jewish city, you can't, you can't make the bracha. Because you always have that constant minority of goyim. Plus, you have a minority of people that are doing other things. You have people practicing witchcraft. You have people fumigating their clothing. The bottom line is, Rebbe says, you don't have a rave of people that are burning incense for smell. Anytime it's not for smell specifically, if it's for an ulterior motive, then In fact, Omar Rebchia Bar Abba Omar if a person walks Friday afternoon in Tveria, so that was laundry day in Tveria. So if you smell a good smell Friday afternoon in Tveria, it's not for smell. It's for drying and, and making the, the clothing smell good. Or it was known that Matzi Shabbos in Tzipayri was, was laundry day. And you smell a good smell, you cannot make a bracha. You can assume they are fumigating, they are burning the incense to make their clothing smell good. Not that this is what the Gemara is saying over here, but but the Rambam Paskins, and this is the Shulchan Aruch Paskins, let's say you have something that absorbed a delicious smell. So the Ram was talking about this case. You have um, laundry, and someone burnt incense, and the incense went into the, into the clothing. So when you go, ah, the, the, it smells delicious. Would you make a bayre mine besamim on freshly laundered clothing? 
So the Rambam, the Shulchan Aruch, paskin a klal, that is a reach she'en le'ikr. We have this concept in the third parak about a different thing, but the Rambam and the Shulchan Aruch paskin that since the source of the smell, i.e. the cinnamon or whatever incense you're burning to cause it to smell, is no longer around, and the, the, the shirt or the suit was just kailit, it absorbed the smell from the other item, the item is a reach she'en le'ikr, and you do not make a bracha on a reach she'en le'ikr. Therefore, the, the Meshabrura Paskins, that if let's say, let's say, you go to the spice cabinet on Matzah Shabbos to make your Havdalah, and you take out the bottle of cinnamon sticks or whatever you make Besamim on, and it's empty. You know, your wife made sweet and sour sandwich, you used up all the cloves. But the empty bottle smells delicious. Can you make a Bayer Mine Besamim on the empty bottle of Besamim. Says the Mishmur, no. Because that's this case of the Rambam, that the bottle is a secondary nice smelling item. It's not a primary smelling item. Therefore, it's a reach, she'en le'ikr. But it's fascinating, the Sharetzian brings, that if that's all you got, smell it without a bracha. So at least you get the restorative power of smelling something by Avdallah, but without the... Um, Without the. Uh, Does the smell need to be a min, or could you like, if you can mix smells in a chemical, like a chemical? Yeah, so synth- synthetic. Syn- no, synthetic, synthetic smells don't count. They they have a din of rech she'en le'ikr, which is a big, big, big thing, which is why, amongst <laughs> other things, you don't make a bracha on perfume. Okay, we'll we'll get we'll get there in a while. I, I've written down talk about that. We'll get there. Um, short answer, Machlek is whatever you do, you're fine. Um, <laughs> what? It's an original smell. It has to be for something that's for the smell, not to mask something else. Right, so right. They're also true because that, that teaches us another din. Even if it's original smell, even if it's eh, 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 still. But that's for the mask that's that's one that's one halacha. But no, let's say you have a mesibus shel akum, which it's an original smell. It's meant to smell good. It's not to cover over any other smell. It's still also because of that. And as the, each one could teach us a factor that is still true, and the other factors are right. Right. So that taught us that it has to be positive, not to cover up for another smell. How about the smell, like when we were in a shiva, we smell the spice company, you know? Oh, 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 oh. So like this. So, so the beer, so I'm going to read, so the beer alacha, it's not there. The, the Baltimore Spice Company was sold to Fuchs. Then that's a long story. Um, <laughs> okay, good, I got to laugh. <laughs> and then Fuchs closed. They, they built something there. I think a Royal Farms. I think everything's turning into a Royal Farms now. It used to be like a factory, now it's a gas station. Why are Royal Farms so big? What were you, like, you used to have a factory there. They say that fried chicken is worth the... Is, is, yeah, I'm I met with some, some accounting people at, the, at Royal Farms. I think they have like 100 or 200 locations and the business itself is over a $2 billion. And, and, and like, $2 billion. It, like, and I was like, tell you, like it turned into like, you used to get gas... It's owned by one family. In a dinky thing. Cats. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and like now, these things are 400 parking spaces. 
and like you know, two floor store, and the, yeah, and the, just the gas yeah, right, the gas is, is like a break even, yeah. And by yeah. the way, Cloverland, that's owned by Aura Farms. Really? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right, boys, back on. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 the, so, so the. <laughs> The Bir Alacha says, because of this, I wasn't going to say, but the Bir Alacha says, now that we said that it has to be an original spice smell, not a secondary smell, we said last week if you walk into a spice store, you make the bracha. Says the Bir Alacha, that's if the containers are open and they want you to smell the open container. If the containers are closed and you're smelling, I guess, a residue or something else, you do not make a you do not make a bracha. So the answer to your question, Bialacha says, if in the olden days you're driving past that place where I started, or now you're driving McCormick and on Valley and you smell delicious smell. When they make old bay, it's a bad day. But when they make like <laughs> cinnamon or something like that, and you smell that, you do not make a bracha because it's at some closed containers and you're smelling a residue, which is a rash and layaker. Mamish your shaila, yes. Okay. Last Gemara, this has nothing to do with what we're talking about now. It has to do with smell, but it's a major yisoid in, in all of, in all of Isure Hanah. Tanar Abonim, Hayimahalach B'Shuk Shalakum. If you're walking in a Shuk Shalakum, which means the only way to get from point A to point B is walking through a Shuk that there's a church. And they're burning incense in the church. So you're not doing anything wrong by walking from point A to point B. If, rather than doing your own thing and coincidentally passing the smell, you go, ah, then you've done a sin. Now this is a famous, famous sugya in Shas called Iefsher V'Kamachavim. So the Gemara says in many places, let's say you have to get from point A to point B and something not sneezed there. So if you have to go there, and EFSHA means there's no other way. So if there's another way and you go there purposely, the Gemara says, I raise a Russia. If you have to go there because, you know, for instance, giants, you know, like, and there's plenty of stuff in giants that, you know, is inappropriate, but you have to go to giants. This Gemara kicks in. If you see it coincidentally, what can you do? If not, if you, if you acquiesce to, ah, it smells delicious here, then hareza chayte. That's McDonald's? Yeah, so Dunkin' Donuts on Pesach? Well, Cinnabon on the mall is not Isr Hanah yet. Cinnabon on Pesach is Isr Hanah. We're talking about Isr Hanah here because smell is not enough achila for that to count. We're talking about an Isr Hanah. <laughs> So this I know, Bichametz on Pesach, Besam Mishra Aveda Zara. This is specific to Israhana. Just trade is not a problem. What? Just trade is not a problem. Just trade. Now, now, Basam Bechalov is is Israhana. Nevela Bechalov is a big hack. So, so I don't know what the smell of a cheeseburger smells like. But Israhana for that is the chilu, not the smell of it. Bechana is Hanah, not a it smells disgusting. Yeah. There's a lot of Christmas music in the mall, so I love that. Yeah. It's all written by Jewish writers. Right. What about Yom Kippur? Christmas music. Yom Kippur to smell. Isn't it like a sugya like you don't have to shit smell? Cause like yeah, 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 because it's not one of the Chamashinuyim. And it's not an Israhanah. 
you're allowed to get Hanah from food on Yom Kippur. I give my baby food on Yom Kippur. You know, that's getting Hanah. Okay. Next. This is a very, very important and relevant circuit. The Mishnah then said, you can't make a bracha on the ner until you get hana from the ar. So, just to say it very lomdish, is that a din in the ner or is it a din in the person? Is it saying that you can't make a bracha on a candle until that candle is strong enough that it is giving hana? You personally aren't getting hana. You're 25 feet away. But the candle is the kind of candle that if I would be close to it, I would be able to get hana. Or is it saying that you, making a bracha, have to personally get hana from that candle? This is going to be a machlekes. There's a lot to talk about here, but let's let's read the whole Gemara until we get out to two days. What's the spar of the sage of things in the in the chefsa, not in the gavra here? Because I'm saying because what what are you what are you thanking Hashem for with the with the candle? You're thanking Hashem for the bria of fire, and that is like in the, when the, is the person making a bracha on the ner? When the ner is it's a takonis chachamim, and the person's making the bracha on the ner when the ner. Is a substantial fire. Whether or not you personally. You're, you're, you're not you're not passing. It's not every, every candle a person passes by, they're not saying, Shabbos? Yeah, Shabbos. Yeah. Okay, just you don't, making sure. You so, don't, you so, don't, one second. As opposed as opposed in contradistinction to Basamim, you only make a bracha on Nair Matzah Shabbos. You make a bracha on Basamim anytime you smell some Tuesday, Wednesday, okay, Thursday. Right. On a Nair, you only make a bracha when you so see saying, it on Matzah Shabbos. So, so in this case, I'm saying the Hanah is seeing it. So why would you say it's not a Berchas Hanen? It's a Berchas Hashavach on fire. So then the din should definitely be in the Chafs, in the Gavra. Right? Because if you see it, then the Mele, that's when you're going to make a Brach on it. I'm not to Shabbos. What's, what's, I don't even understand. Chazam well, made a Takana. We have to talk about this. But Chazam made a Takana. That you make a bracha on fire on Matzah Shabbos, thanking for the institution of fire. Well, it's not a bracha zanenim; it's a bracha zashavach. Okay, so then why would you say it's in? Why would you say what, what's the svar to say it's in the chafsa? I don't. Oh, well, oh, because may, maybe taka you have to benefit from it. The shai we're, 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 so, but we're clearing what was the takon of the bracha zashavach for. Let's let, let's let's okay. do the sugi. Let's do the sugi. I mean, obviously, what you're tining is. Legitimate, okay, and, okay. and there's a counterpoint. Benefit doesn't mean literally benefit, it means that this candle is benefitable. If you would be close, and you would be able to partake in the light. But you can make the bracha berichot makan. So according to this shita, if you'd be in Bismadrash, Matzah Shabbos, to make Havdalah, you're 100 feet away, you can make a bar mer you're 100 feet away. You don't have to, like, you know, be that guy that, like, you know, gets in there and crowds in and, and, and does that. Now, we'll see. We don't pass in this way. You can make the bracha far away. Mesve. Asks the Gemara Akasha. If a person has a candle hidden in his chest, 
which is what you would do if you had to walk outside. So you you shield the candle from wind. So if a person has a candle buried in his chest, or in a lantern, so by the way, let's just stop here for two seconds. Rashi says, panas means ashashis. Ashashis means it's behind glass. Says the Rajba, you see from this Rashi, you could make a bayre mayre ha'esh on a fire behind glass. And the Rajba brings a raya, the Rajba says, we saw the same thing by Erva. That an erva behind glass counts as an erva. So a fire behind glass counts as a fire. And so is Shitas Rashi and the Rajba, that you can make a bracha by Havdallah <coughs> on a candle behind glass. The Yosef brings to the Yerushalmi that you are not allowed to make a bracha on the fire behind glass. And that is how the Mechaber Paskins. You are not allowed to make a bracha on a fire behind glass. So, number one, this will show you a massive halacha, not like lighting candles Friday night. Lighting candles Friday night, you could turn on an electric light. I don't know about fluorescent. I don't even know if they have those kind of old-fashioned light bulbs anymore. But a good old-fashioned incandescent bulb, your yoytze, nearest Friday night. You're not yoytze havdal. You're not yet though. You can't because of this machabas. Because it's behind glass. By the way, you can't have an electric light that's not behind glass. It needs to be in a vacuum. So, so it, it won't work without that. It'll just make a fire and it'll extinguish. Um, if you if you have a nair behind glass, you can't be yotze havdala. Now, the um, the so so another that's dalach machaber. Two shilas that that need answering and this is where you could this is where you could be mystopic let's say it's behind glass but it's not in, enclosed by glass for instance you're in Ezra's Nashim that has one-way glass so the, you you could go over the top of the glass so the candle is not enclosed by glasses which is what the Mechaber said you're not allowed to do but it happens to be that between you and it is a piece of glass if you go down that road then you'd have to go full brisker when you when you yeah, it's Avdal, because otherwise you and it are on other sides of the piece of glass, your glasses. So so these things are not crazy shyless. The the Magen Avram tries to be miyash of the Raj with Yushami, the Bir Halacha disagrees. The Bir Halacha disagrees. Ah, you're gonna tell me the Raya from Erva? Ben, this is this is where I was saying this Vard from. The Bir Halacha says. By erva, it's a din in seeing it. No one's going to tell you that just behind, just because it's behind glass, you don't see it. Therefore, erva bashash, this is avada aser. Mashenkein by ner, this is why it's so mysterious. We're dealing with a takana derabbanon. What were the rabbanon misakin? The rabbanon said you should make a bracha on fire. Under which circumstances? Yerushalmi says not behind glass. So we're not dealing anymore with a fact. You see the light, you don't see the light. That would be fine for Erva. This, this, this is far of the Bir Alacha. Abur, here we're dealing with a Takanas Chacham. The Chacham says you have to make a brach on fire, which the Yushalmi explained is an open fire, not a fire contained in glass. 
And therefore, therefore, the, the Bir Allah says no on a contained fire, and we have a Shiloh on a fire that's on the other side of glass or the other side of your glasses. Is that, is that okay? Is that not okay? But it's not to be confused with, with the Sugi of Erevin. That's what the Bir Allah says. Yeah, any 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 covering. Yeah, yeah. It, it, the word is not Rashi's word is glass. Um, the Yushalmi's word is haspaklaria. So haspaklaria is not right. Zuchuches Ashashis is zuchuches. The Rashi's lashon is zuchuches, but the Yushalmi's lashon is is covering. What does the Machaber do with the Gemara? What does the Machaber do with the Gemara? Yeah, no, upon us is just like, you know, like the old-fashioned lanterns that like, it's like that thing you could hold with a hook, but the, the sides are open. But you'd be arguing on Rashi and with which idea of Yerushalmi, you could be comfortable arguing on Rashi. Okay, back to our sugya. So that was, that was the first shita, that you don't have to actually, you don't have to actually see it. I mean, you don't have to actually use it, you just have to see it. May say, ner tamuna b'chekai. If a person has a candle hidden in his chest, a lantern, a heves, or you see a flame, and you don't use the, the light, or or you use the light but can't see the flame, in all of these cases you do not make a bracha, until you see the flame and use the light. So now, there are two cases there in the middle that, that are interesting. Use the light and don't see the flame, and see the flame and don't use the light. So bishlema, mishtamish la'ira, use the light, v'layra shall have us, but not see the flame. How do you have that? Is mishkachas la'dikayma b'karen zavis. It's at a corner, which means, let's say we would open this door right here, and it will be dark, and the guy at the other side would have a, a flame. I don't see the flame itself, but I definitely see the light. So that is, that is mishtamish la'ira, and not rush I'll have this. But what's the other case? But, but, el rush I'll have this. What about that other case? I see the flame, but don't use the light. Isn't that this case? Isn't that it's too far to use, but I see the flame? Isn't that this case? And it says you're not Yaitzay? Frank de Gemara, Ella, Ra shall have a see the flame, but be unable to use the light. What's the case? Love, is it not? Demerchika, it's far, and it says you're not Yaitzay. Unlike Rabbi Yehuda and Rabashi, Rabbi Yehuda and Rabashi says, as long as you see it, it's fine. You don't have to make it use. You don't have to make use of it. You don't have to use it. And we see over here that it's not good. Says more no. Avada, it's right by you. What's the case that you could see the flame and not use the light? It's a dying flame. It's coming to tell you you're not Yitzavdal on a dying flame. Like you're going to Amya Azla, it's dying out. It's slowly dying out. So I don't know if you've ever seen this, like what a flame, like at the end of the Hanukkah nearest, when the flame is like dying out, it provides no light. There's a flame there, it's still lit, but it provides no light. That's the case that is no good. Rabbi Huda and Rabashi would tell you, no, if it's a festa flame, but you're far away, Avada your Yaitse. 
That's a great point. That's a great point. Would that be enough, Kamina? Let's talk about that in the next sheet, though. That's a great point. Uh, no, that's not why we need to find that's because we've been shown this before about Mo'irei. That's, that's that. But that, that's a good point. So, says the Gemara, we're going to stop after this shita. So far, we've only said the first shita. The first shita was that the light of Havdalah has to be a light that is usable for somebody. If you'd be near it, you don't have to be near it. You could make a bracha on a candle 500 feet away. It's a geshmak, a flame. You don't get any use of it. You're very far. You still make a bracha on that light. That is Shita number one. We'll stop here. We'll stop here. We'll, we'll resume tomorrow night.